This is Rosita. And of course, we are in a Mind the Gap show as we anticipated to you. We're going to be live with Tony Sophocles from UK Hospitality. Good afternoon, Tony. Good, mo- good afternoon. So thank you very much for being with us. Also, because yesterday, 19th of July, Downing Street and of course, the UK government made very clear. Now we are in a new phase in the UK. It's a freedom phase. What does it mean for the hospitality sector? And of course, what does it mean for us, customer, going to pub, restaurants? How should we behave? Well, the first part of your question, what it means to the hospitality sector, it's enormous and in, in, in potentially it's enormous. Um, for about 12,000 venues, it will be the first time that they've opened uh, at all for uh, the best part of 16 months. Um, over that time, the hospitality sector in the UK has lost about ninety billion pounds worth of sales. So this is a really big, uh, you know, it's a really big milestone on what will hopefully be a speedy recovery and uh, one which helps us to uh, to assist, you know, economic growth and recovery for the wider for the wider economy. Um, for customers, I suppose it depends on what sort of venue you're going to. But um, what it what it will almost certainly mean is. Uh, that the, the restrictions in most venues will be relaxed, not necessarily um, completely, uh, you know, disappear. I think, by and large, that's down to the venues themselves. They know their customers. They know the format of their venues, what has worked, what hasn't worked to keep the staff and customers safe during the COVID uh, pandemic. And bear in mind that this is a sector that has uh, invested more than probably any other sector in making their indoor spaces as, as safe as possible. Because the last thing that we need... Uh, or can actually, you know, suffer would be another a lockdown um, because it would just be so expensive for not just trade and existential threat to trade, but also for our customers. Exactly. I mean, don't you believe that uh, uh, sooner we might be forced in taking action to impose other restrictions in the UK, considering the high number of infection that we are facing at the moment? Uh, it's, uh, from what I gather, it's certainly uh, always a risk. Um, I Yeah, I'm not a scientist, and I suppose as a sector, we have to just go, um, you know, make the most of, uh, of those opportunities that are handed to us by government and hope that they're working on, you know, scientific data that holds up. But um, at the moment, I think all we can do is try to operate in a, in a fashion that balances very well uh, the safety of our staff, the safety of our customers. And, you know, at the same time, the, the rebuilding of our businesses. What we are experiencing uh, also in these days is this pandemic. We are talking about a lot of this pandemic. And uh, when we are saying that, uh, we are referring to the NHS test and trace app. Downing Street this morning was very clear. If you are pinged by the NHS app test and trace, you have to isolate uh, yourself. It also, it doesn't depend on the company you're working at. It doesn't matter. Your employer must respect this decision taken from the NHS app. So how um, the UK hospitality in this moment is reacting to this pandemic? Because we have a lot of people, even workers in this sector, who are at home right now. We certainly do. We, we think it's uh, as, as many as one in five hospitality staff members at any one time um, and if uh, cases keep increasing then that will increase as well up to one in four maybe even one in three which would be absolutely um, tragic for, for the sector. Um, uh, talking about Downing Street this morning uh, as far as I know and we're waiting for detail I don't think that anything has changed I think they were reiterating the fact that as sensible employers uh, you wouldn't ask somebody to come into work and I don't think that's being largely done 
if the app was to tell you to isolate. However, I'm not aware of there being any difference in the uh, any change to the legal um, standing of that, but it's, it's kind of irrelevant. If you're told to, you probably will. Um, the point that we're trying to make as an industry is that the app itself and the self-isolation uh, rules were you know, designed and drafted at a time uh, way before uh, the vaccination rollout um, and, and really need a little bit updating to make them um, more appropriate for, for the times that we're facing now. Yeah, but we are facing anyway uh, a time where we are facing a third wave of, of COVID. So that's why it's very sensitive, the app. But you think anyway that there should be like an update, some uh, modification are needed? Um, that's, my, that's our understanding. And I think the other thing that is different from when these, uh, you know, the self-isolation rules, for example, came into, into um, play was that we didn't have a, a big rollout of lateral flow testing that's true test to test to release wasn't around and that's been you know uh, implemented across education for example unless there are major reasons to uh, believe that that was not effective then i i don't see why there shouldn't be you know at least a very good examination into whether that could help ease the problems that we're having which are compounding Uh, a problem that we already had of a very short, short, you know, a, a real acute shortage of staff. But also a lot of our listeners are asking right now, do you think that the COVID passports will be extended as well to pub and restaurants? Because now we know that COVID passport from the mid of September will be required in order to have access to nightclubs. Uh, and you have to be vaccinated. Otherwise, you, you can't have access to these places. Do you think that the same regulation will be applied also for the rest of the UK hospitality sector? It's incredibly difficult to tell because if you'd asked me this time yesterday about nightclubs, I wouldn't have said yes necessarily. Um, I would certainly hope that it wouldn't be. Um, it's an incredible burden on uh, an already uh, you know, overburdened um, uh, sector. If it really does mean that we're heading back that way, then I would have thought that the government would probably look Um, first at, um, at other measures. But I think it's quite clearly part of the motive uh, behind this uh, change is uh, in order to try and get young people to vaccinate. And, and that's no bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Um, it's slightly heavy handed. And what it's done, you know, immediately it's impacted um, nightclubs who thought, you know, 17 hours after they thought they were free, have actually found that the goalposts have moved. And we don't want that to happen. Uh, across the rest of the country, so, uh, the sector, sorry, especially without really sort of due diligence and, and due notice, because these companies, struggling companies, are trying to trade their way back into health. The industry is very happy because it's going back to normality, let's say that. But uh, what's the main worry for um, these industries? What the government should be very clear about in this period that we are living in, this summer season as well? Well, uh, I, th I suppose primarily, not least because of the changes in the last 24 hours, it would be clarity around exactly what is expected of us under the new, in the, in the new environment, because I think it's the grey areas and then the picking up of those um, by government and, and you know, new decisions made without uh, due consultation that are really upsetting the apple cart for our members. But, um, you know, in the longer term, um, you know, if, if hopefully if we're, you know, we really are on the way back to recovery, I think it would be uh, working with governments to sort out the acute um, uh, crisis we have with, um, with the workforce. And then I think some longer term measures to help 
um, really revive and, and make uh, the sector more ro robust and resilient, which would be things like retaining a lower rate of VAT um, for the sector, such as we see in Italy and other places across Europe, so that we can remain uh, you know, uh, uh, internationally competitive on a tourism scale, but also so that that extra, um, that extra cash flow within businesses can help to uh, employ uh, safeguard jobs and, and hopefully uh, be able to to reduce some prices so that consumers feel more confident and more uh, you know passionate about returning to the venues that they love. That's true. Before ending our conversation as well, you mentioned tourism just right now. What are the forecasts for UK tourism? Is already helping the UK economy to recover or is very soon to say that? It is a little soon to say, but also, uh, you know, there are certain things that are outside even our government's control, and that's the, the rates of COVID in, in countries abroad. So at the moment, um, inbound tourism is, virtu is virtually zero, um, whether that's to, you know, leisure tourism or business tourism. And it's an incredibly, um, you know, it's about £30 billion uh, pounds a year that it brings in inbound tourism. Um, and that's without the associated costs of spending hospitality and beyond when people are here. So... Um, it's it's very important we get that back. I think it's it's as I say it's outside of any one uh, that the, the sort of force of any one government or, or, or you know any one organisation. Um, the forecast I think is that we probably won't get back to pre-COVID levels uh, until 2023, uh, mid 2023. Even if um, we see you know a, a, a clear path you know, out of the, the pandemic starting from right now. Thank you very much, Tony Sofoglitz, for being with us today. It's been a pleasure. Likewise, thank you. Thank you. E noi invece continuiamo con il nostro programma, il nostro programma di Mind the Gap. Naturalmente potete continuare ad ascoltare London One Radio scaricando l'app sul vostro smartphone iOS e Android. Troverete naturalmente anche la puntata e eh, l'intervento di Sono in Sofoglide direttamente sulla nostra app oppure sul nostro sito di London One Radio, appunto su londononeradio.com. Oltre a spiegare quali sono naturalmente i forecast, quindi le previsioni per il turismo che è stato molto chiaro, al momento è difficile fare delle previsioni ma possiamo soltanto dire che eh, il nostro obiettivo è mantenere i costi dell'IVA molto bassi in modo da cercare di invogliare anche i nostri stessi eh, cittadini di viaggiare ancora di più all'interno eh, del nostro paese, possiamo dire che i livelli economici eh, del turismo torneranno ai livelli prepandemici verso il 2022 probabilmente addirittura fino al 2023, però è, è stato molto Molto chiaro, nel senso adesso è un momento di grande felicità eh, e di speranza per il settore dell'ospitalità britannico perché con questa nuova fase di libertà appunto è come se tornassimo un po' alla normalità quindi tutti eh, dopo mesi e mesi di restrizioni possono accogliere i propri clienti come se nulla fosse accaduto, certo mantenendo sempre massima eh, cautela. Ancora l'NHS app è eh, uno dei Fardelli che dovrebbe essere risolto perché ci sono delle aziende che si ritrovano senza personale ed infatti ritiene sia giusto modificare l'app perché quando è stata realizzata, come ha detto Tony Sofocles, erano in periodi in cui non avevamo i test, i tamponi, almeno se ce li avevamo non erano comunque sufficienti per tutta la popolazione. Ricordiamoci che non, er non eravamo ancora in un periodo in cui esistevano i vaccini, quindi adesso nonostante vediamo un aumento dei casi, comunque la 
situazione è migliorata nel senso che eh, c'è un certo livello di immunizzazione nei confronti del virus quindi è necessario eh, rendere questa app meno sensitive meno sensibile per quanto riguarda invece il covid pass eh, spera che non verrà e eh, non venga applicato anche in altre industrie del sistema dell'ospitalità da metà settembre perché questo risulterebbe essere un grande eh, ostacolo proprio per la crescita economica di questi, di questi business che proprio adesso possono cogliere l'occasione per ritornare sui propri eh, passi. Detto questo come vi dicevo potete tranquillamente ritrovare la nostra trasmissione anche sull'app. Buona serata e buon pomeriggio.